Did you know I'm sending out signals and you're designed to receive them? Well, I'm going to talk about that, grace and truth and why you're here. All that in uh, this uh, episode of the Rhyme and Reason podcast, and it's number 155. Hey there, Tony here, finally back with the Rhyme and Reason podcast. If you've been keeping track, and I hope you have, I know some of you have been wondering where it's where, it's, where I've been and uh, what's been going on in the past, I guess, about three months since I did my last official podcast. But if you've been keeping track, you noticed that uh, uh, over the past week, I think I had a couple of what you could call podcast episodes, but it's really just a couple of songs that I shared on my uh, RSS feed, my website, my blog, whatever you want to call it, that uh, got sent through to iTunes and you picked it up if you're still a subscriber to the podcast. Anyway, I want to get back in sync with the Rhyme and Reason podcast because I've had, um, thankfully, a lot of people asking me, you know, are you going to get back to that? And we're kind of hoping you will. So that was nice. I I heard that from more than one person (laughs) and it was good to hear. Uh, nice to be missed. But uh, I'm going to start out like I was talking about in the opening there uh, about sending signals. Um, have you ever talked to someone who, you know, doesn't speak your language and, and you don't speak theirs? You know, it's it's really difficult. Have you ever found that? I mean, maybe you found yourselves um, sending signals or some sort of sign language to each other as you talked, you know, just to make things understandable. Or maybe you raised your voice, you know, thinking a lack of hearing was a problem. You've seen that in movies, probably, if you've watched enough movies. Um, but, that, you know, that doesn't work. You can you can uh, try everything you want. If you just don't speak the same language, it's not going to work out. And, uh, I mean, you can send out a perfectly intelligent signal, but if there's no receiver to process it and understand it, well, then your message just gets lost in the shuffle. Well, fortunately, there's lots of people designed, and I mean that uh, wholeheartedly. They're designed to receive your signals and understand what you're saying. Because sending signals of communication, being able to understand them, it's part of what I call intelligent foresight. And I didn't, I actually didn't come up with that, with that term. Um, if you go to, let's see, if you go to TonyFunderburg.com, forward slash sending signals, then you'll see a a link there uh, with those words, intelligent foresight. And I encourage you to do that because it takes you to this information that I'm talking about, how your DNA is brimming with code. It's cool. I mean, just so much code is inside you. And I don't know if you know this, but only intelligence creates codes. They don't just randomly happen. So there must have been a designer of the first human beings. They didn't just happen. No random set of events could have produced the ginormous number of senders and receivers found in in just your body, let alone the body of 7 billion other people on the planet. But consider how many times those senders are firing off messages through your body and how they're all picked up by the proper receivers. And it's 
so much more complicated than I don't care if you love Mac or Microsoft or you know whoever hocus pocus computers uh, the most complex supercomputer can't keep up with what's going on inside your body but it gets even more complicated because we humans don't have the same senders and receivers as other animals or plants or birds or sea creatures each species gets its own molecules and code all through them and you might you might have noticed that when you plant corn corn is what grows or when you breed dogs you get more dogs and yeah when you have humans procreating what do they make more human babies wow now that's despite what some fools would have you believe so uh take my word for it actually you don't have to take my word for it go to a maternity ward and you'll see every time somebody's given birth it's another human baby whoa well, every creature or plant has to have compatible senders and receivers in order to even exist. If one or the other is missing, senders or receivers, the messages have nowhere to go. The most you get from, from any of that is mutants. And, you know, you don't want to live in a world full of mutants. Well, I don't anyway. So, how do all those senders keep sending signals and all those receivers keep understanding them? Well, it's simple. They're designed by a super intelligent and super creative designer who understands or more importantly who created the laws of science now of course I call that designer Jesus you don't have to but it's helpful to have a name to go with the person when you think I mean instead of just using names like intelligent designer or cosmos manufacturer um, well okay if you're not ready to go as far as calling the creator of all matter Jesus consider this all the senders and receivers in your body have to be in the right place and they have to be able to function before someone can talk to you and you can understand. They need to have an energy source and they need to be able to process matter into energy in order to stay functional. All without your conscious help. You don't have to even think about it. Now, do you really believe that could happen just by chance? I mean, really? Do you believe that? If you do, What's your reason? Because it happened? It's not a good reason. Well, don't forget, I've only mentioned communication. There's also breathing and blood pumping, processing food and water, hormonal balance, and so much more. And, and, and it's all going on even as I'm talking about this, even as you're listening to it trillions of times over. Nature can't make that happen. Only the one true living, loving creator of the universe could have created so many incredible, complex things. And he's, he's sending signals to you every day about how much he loves you and wants you to be with him. Are you receiving? Or have you just clogged up your receivers with old cliches? That's my question on the sending signals part of this uh, podcast which is brought to you by TonyFunderburk.com, by the way. You can get lots of rhyme and lots of reason on TonyFunderburk.com, bringing you the Rhyme and Reason podcast. And I don't want to leave you hanging just with rhyme, uh, with reason. I'm going to go into some, um, I guess you could say, more creative stuff. Eh, maybe it isn't. It, it's, it's a nicer, it's got a softer edge to it here. Grace and Truth, which I call Great Ingredients. If you own a 
uh, a business or you run a business or a service, there's a couple of things you need that you won't find at the office or the home improvement stores. Grace and truth. They're more important than that five-handle lumbar supporting desk chair. They're more important than the latest tools, treasures, and trinkets you might be highballing. And even more important, dare I say it, than your iPhone or your Android device? Ooh. Well, without grace and truth, all of the rest of those things are just rust and dust. Okay, do I have your attention? All right, we'll keep listening. Yes. I'll say this right up front. Yes, I'm a Christian. In fact, if you look real close at pictures that I have on my website, you'll see all kinds of biblical references. And even one in the, I think it's the lower right-hand corner of the picture that goes with uh, the uh, corresponding article that I wrote that I'm talking about right now. But uh, I digress. Anyway, if you're if you're not a Christian, this all still applies, okay? That's because it's true, and truth always applies. And it's regardless of how anyone feels about it. So why do I say you need grace and truth for success? Well, let me first talk about grace, okay? And I'm not talking about ballerina grace or the graceful flight of an eagle. I mean, those are nice, but the kind of grace you need to be successful is what I call allowance grace. In other words, you allow others their faults or their shortcomings, and you even allow them to show you things you didn't already know, even if you don't always agree. That kind of grace takes stress off you. It allows you to focus on what you're good at and quit trying to fix everything and everybody. Now don't get me wrong, sometimes other people really do need fixing, and they might even need your help getting it done. But having a deep and abiding grace means you won't be butting your nose in where it isn't wanted or, or needed. And sometimes that can save your bacon. I'm not kidding. I, I, I know from experience. Okay, so that's grace. Well, what about truth, right? I'm sure you've heard something. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've heard someone say, Something like, well, if it's true for you, then it's true. Or maybe you've heard someone say, there's no absolute truth. Of course, when you say, when they say that, you just ask them, is that absolutely true? And uh, the main point to remember about truth is that it does exist. There are some things that simply are true. Knowing truth exists, I mean, knowing without a single doubt in your mind is powerful. It gives you a firm foundation for life, even if you're not a Christian. Well, I know you've heard this phrase, the truth will make or set you free. You know, it's a Christian phrase. It came right out of the Bible. And nothing could be truer. Knowing there are truths you can depend on gives you an advantage over, let's say, like a moral relativist. It makes you someone others can depend on. They'll know your word is your bond. You won't be some fly-by-night shyster who says whatever needs to be said to separate a fool from his money. And that's where the magic happens. Combine grace and truth, and you've got the one-two punch over your competitors. The embodiment of grace and truth is Jesus. Again, you don't have to agree with my worldview or my theology, but you won't find anyone else in history who so perfectly portrayed grace and truth. And he said, if you trust in him, you'll live forever. If you don't, you'll merely exist forever, 
in a place you'll always regret. I promise you, you will always regret it. And again, you don't have to take my word for it. I mean, it's when, like I said before, all your things are just rust and dust. So which one will you get to work on first, grace or truth? Well, my guess is when you begin to work on one, the other will sort of seamlessly fall into place. And I want you to know I'm pulling and praying for you. I truly am. I want you to succeed in life with truth and grace because it's important to know why you're here. It's important. Life can challenge you more than you're prepared for and it over and over. It can be easy to give up hope if you don't have a firm foundation and an eternal perspective. In other words, if you don't have something, and more importantly, someone to look forward to, it's easier to give up. Have you ever noticed that? And that's why you're here, to learn about and talk about how you got here. You're not a result of some lightning striking a pond of primordial goo. That's not how we got here. It just doesn't make sense. You are you because you were created on purpose and you were created with love, not happenstance, not accidents. You might not know how you could be of any use to others yet. Or maybe you don't know what skills, gifts, or talents you have, but that doesn't mean you don't have a purpose for being here. And why you're here matters, even more than the fact that you are here. And the reason you're here, like I said before, is to talk about how you got here. Put simply, God created you. He's so creative that you're unique from all the other 7 billion people on the planet. No one else is quite like you. And there might be hundreds or thousands or even millions of people who would like to hear you talk about how you got here. There are probably some people who don't believe in God that could only be influenced by you and the way you share His love. Just imagine the possibilities. And I encourage you to find your creative skills, whether it's talking, writing, singing, signing, drawing, hammering, painting, driving, or any other ing. Use those skills to share God's love with anyone who will listen. You're not responsible for the results. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's not up to you to save people. Just take action and talk about God's love. You know, for example... I use my skill of making rhymes um, to, to share the many reasons to believe and trust in Jesus. I believe that's why I'm here, and uh, I believe that's why I have the Rhyme and Reason podcast. It's to share, in my way, God's love. Okay, um, I think it's important that you find out that that's the same reason you're here, is to share God's love. And you have your own way, your own unique way of doing that. I hope you will. Well, that's it for this week, this episode of the Rhyme and Reason podcast. This is Tony Funderburk from TonyFunderburk.com. Wow, what a coincidence, huh? And uh, I, I appreciate you being there more than you know. It, uh, it matters so much more to me. And I invite you to share this podcast and, and other ways to stay connected with me, uh, like the 
Uh, tell people to join up with the Rhyme and Reason Club. They'll get free music from me, a free book for their kids or kids, anybody's kids. And you can get my ebooks on Amazon.com or Smashwords. A uh, great way is to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. You can even find me on LinkedIn and Google Plus and Twitter and YouTube and Facebook and Reverb Nation. I'm just, gosh, in a bunch of different places. That's the thing, isn't it, nowadays? But uh, anyway, stay connected with me, will you? And let me know you're there. Send me some comments or, or um, you know, send me an email. Drop me a, a line and, and tell me that you heard this or tell me that you told somebody about the Lord, about Jesus, about God. That'd be great. And like I said, this uh, that's it for this uh, Rhyme and Reason podcast. This is Tony saying may God bless you and keep you. Why is the sky blue? Why is the grass green? Why is the sun gold? What does it all mean? Why is the air clear? Why is the ground brown? Why does the earth float and never fall down? Cause God made skies, He made them blue He made the world for me and you And all because it pleased Him too God loves us through and through Why is a horse fast? Why is a snail slow? Why does it get cold when northern winds blow? Why is the sea green? Why is the sand white? Why is the day day? Why is the night night? Cause God made creatures big and small And sand and seas, He made them all And even if we trip and fall God helps us to stand tall God's love is always there His love will never die So you can trust in Him For all your questions why Cause God made creatures big and small And sand and seas He made them all And even if we trip and fall God helps us to stand tall And God made skies, He made them blue He made the world for me and you And all because it pleased Him too God loves us through and through That is why God loves us through and through And that is why God loves us through and through